1: as Angel Garza right now. Tag made to Carrillo. Man, so much energy in this tag team. Beautiful submission. Breaking on the neck. Oh! To a drop kick. This has got to be finished. Ali is out. And you were right. You're talking to me, right? Again, Jack's Jax just a little too powerful still. Oh! Uh-oh. Down goes Nia, she's still is is in the clutch! Oh, I'm not sure Jax can escape this. Naya's I she's out. out! Here's your her winner, Shayna Baszler! It was brutal and it was free. Oh, oh. oh. Begging for mercy and getting none. Both knees. Oh, no, no, wait, 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 wait. wait. flip to his back. Uh oh, oh, he's, he's oh. Uh-oh, it is breaking down the ringside. The United States champion and one of his two challengers this Sunday in Extreme Rules. It's a Donnie Brook on the outside. The easy is not on the menu when these two superstars belong. Taking out cameramen, taking out oh, barricades. Priest continuing to bring the fight to Sheamus. This is just a sign, just a taste of what we're going to see this Sunday. <laughs> are, right now, they look like a well-oiled machine. Rhea Ripley, oh. here he have to get back in this, that's a good start. Ripley throwing caution to the wind, sacrificing herself to take out Tamina. But it's going to take more than, oh my god, no way, not on the yep. outside. Riptide to the apron. Tamina's been taken out inside Krabble. Small package, there it is. And the title changes hands. Here are your winners, and the new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. Rhea Ripley, and almost a superhero. at him with contempt as he does ah, it. Last ah, week is punishing Big E for what occurred last week. The Almighty is reminding Big E that the... Oh! oh to the cover! One, two, three! The Universal Champion reigns again! Here is your winner. The Universal Champion, Roman Reigns! Hello, I'm Homeboy
0: Shivani, and now the PWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition, is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts and seats and ears to the streets, and now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Kevin Panetta.
2: everyone and welcome to the PWC, Monday Night Machismo, right here on the PWC Network and Hitting the Marks Podcast Network. I'm your host Jimmy T, from the lockdown capital of the world, Melbourne, Australia, and tonight my usual co-host is Kevin Sexy Time Panetta from Philadelphia. Beep, 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 beep. What's cracking, man?
3: Yo, yo, yo. Trying to be silly in Philly. <sighs>
2: Kind of be silly filly. What's the dilly, bro? Uh,
3: not much. Uh, wrestling has hope again.
2: Apparently we had a fucking above average decent raw, if you wanna yeah. say.
3: If it was a two-hour show, it would have been phenomenal. You know, if you cut out the garbage.
2: Well, unfortunately, fucking God knows when it, when we ever gonna get two hours, but it is what it is. It was actually a better fucking RAW and hopefully, you know, it sticks to it, man, because Unfortunately, are we going to get a good Raw the week after? I don't know. Who the fuck knows, man? Because, you know, they give us hope, they give us glimpses of good shit, and then they fucking let us down, Kev.
3: And you can't have Roman Reigns on every week, too, you know?
2: Right. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Well, let's get into Raw, actually. And actually, before we get into Raw, tonight, though, is going to be the big night. Can aw actually
3: beat raw in the ratings do you think it's possible not tonight um interesting and the key demographic but WWE isn't even trying to get that demographic they're more shooting for children families and older people but they'll win on the key demographic yeah
2: but see i hate how fucking a lot of fans use that as a fucking like a point you know what i mean because really like come on man you're gonna fucking use that as a fucking look they be ruining that fucking demographic, big fucking deal. They'd
3: yeah, I know. No, on, people wouldn't even know about the key demographic if it wasn't for Meltzer like trying to. Uh, I, I like lo- I like a better better than WWE, but if he's still like on very biased, you know, he's like a Fox News or a CNN over, <laughs> yeah, a reporter.
2: Absolutely, or oh, definitely. He's, well, do I dare say is he fake news, Kev?
3: He. He has. I don't. I, th- I don't think he flat out lies. I think he's told stuff and he exaggerates. He like uh, deduces things on his own and makes hypotheses and and says them as rumors and fact. But I don't think he's intentionally lying, but he is intentionally biased.
2: Mm, yeah. See, I hate how people and and professional wrestlers even absolutely say Meltzer's just a liar. rah, rah, rah. But really, uh-huh. everybody gets their source from Meltzer when you think about it.
3: Not everybody. Sean Ross Sapp, Denise oh, Salcedo, there's other people you, out
2: there. You mean you mean s- Snowflake fucking f- sap? <laughs> Brian Alvarez. Alvarez.
3: There's yeah. wrestling pod, tons of podcasts now we get news from too, even Twitter. Right. I mean, but William Meltzer. The most is from Meltzer okay. though, yeah. Most people get it from. Like WrestleTalk um, will just report anything to hear from Meltzer as their own news and stuff too. People steal Meltzer's, Meltzer's stuff and claim it as their own.
2: Well, everybody knows the big fucking will. The pet god himself, Alicia, is the fucking oh, one yeah. where everybody gets their sources from.
3: Yeah, the Hameen Media Group. William Alicia, the pet god. Oh, is oh, it pronounced Alicia or Alicia, man? I I'm not sure. I, I say <laughs> I said Alicia last week. Jargo said Alicia. I think so. I'm gonna go with Alicia. <laughs> Alicia. <laughs> that sounds. <laughs>
2: I hope that's not it, but if it isn't, if it isn't, I'm gonna start calling him Alicia too, bro.
3: <laughs> Alicia Keys. <laughs>
2: Shoutouts to Big Will, man. We love you, bro. We're just fucking with you, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? But anyway, fucking, we get off to a start with our number one. Raw opens up with a recap from last week of Bobby Lashley beating Randy Orton to retain the WWE Championship, only to have Big E successfully cash in money in the bank contract. The broadcast team was Jimmy Smith, Corey Graves, Byron Saxon, and Mike Brown was the ring announcer. Biggie delivered the backstage New Day introduction. Biggie, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods made the entrance. The crowd chanted, You deserve it for Biggie. He thanked the fans and said he was thankful for everyone who lost their minds when he became, when he became the new WWE champion. Biggie said he was thankful for everyone below the heavens and one above. Biggie stopped when a Brody champ broke out. Biggie said they had t- they had town business with Roman Reigns and the Usos. He said Raw is their show and they would send the Bloodline packing. He set up the crowd and they chanted New Day rocks. Hey, real then quick, get- yes.
3: Did you notice the uh, the cosplay outfits by the New Day? What they were? What were they wearing? Kofi Kingston had a Skeletor from He Man uh, cosplay on. Oh yes, uh, yes. I still uh, love Skeletor. Uh, yeah, then uh, Xavier Woods was He Man. And uh, uh, Big E was actually uh the Fugees. It was a Fugees cosplay from uh the Fugees album "Killing Him Softly." It was the same font, and color scheme as the Lauryn Hill. I uh, didn't album even notice
2: album. that. Right, really? See, yeah. I didn't actually like, pick up on that. That' pretty it, cool. If, it's
3: yeah, on the back sure. it had the album cover with Big E's face. Oh, cool!
2: I actually didn't. I just didn't notice, man, because while Raw was playing, we had an earthquake, dude. So.
3: Ah, damn.
2: Right. So but but anyway, um we get Roman Reigns music playing. W Universal Champion Roman Reigns Paul Heyman and SmackDown Tag Team Champions Jimmy and Jay also made the entrance. Once in the ring, Reigns raised his total bout and then Big E did the same. Graves hyped up the six man tag matches coming up next. Reigns and Big E jawed at one another, heading into a break. So then we get match number one, The Bloodline, Remember Reigns, Jimmy Uso, and Jay Uso with Paul Heyman versus New Day, Big E, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods. A graphic listed Randy Orton versus AJ Styles for later in the show. Reigns pulled legal man, Kingston, to ringside and ran him into the broadcast table and the ring steps before tossing him over the broadcast table. Kingston was isolated coming out of the break. He eventually leapt from the ropes and stomped Jimmy before tagging in Big E, who entered the match at the same time as Reigns. Big E and Reigns traded shots. Big uh, Big E executed three suplexes on Reigns. Reigns took out one of the Usos, but then Reigns put him down with a urinagi slam for a near fall. Big E stuffed a Superman punch. Big E suplexed Reigns and followed up with a running splash. Big E hoisted up Reigns for his finisher, but Reigns slipped away. Woods tagged in. Big E launched kicks onto both Usos at ringside. Reigns hit E with a Superman punch. Moments later, Woods superkicked Reigns for a near fall. And then we get Bobby Lashley run out and spear B. E. Lashley picked up Kingston and ran his head into the ring post. Lashley also roughed up the Usos at ringside. Woods was distracted by Lashley's actions and then turned into a spear from Reigns who pinned him. The Bloodline, Roman Reigns, Jimmy Uso, and Jey Uso defeats New Day in about 13 minutes and five seconds. What do you think, bro?
3: This is a very good match. Um, I like that Roman Reigns broke out the uranage. Uh, this match, if it was promoted properly, could have been like a WrestleMania main event. You know, They're, the line's that over. The line's that over. Um, I didn't like the ending though. I didn't like that. Uh, they didn't call a DQ. Yeah,
1: I, that's I know. Strange. It's,
3: yeah, I know there was three people in the match, but but three on three. But it's there wasn't three teams, so there still should have been a DQ or a double DQ. Right. Um, the mark in me was hoping that since Lashley came out, they were going to add him to the match and he was going to have to find two partners, and then uh, Sheldon and Cedric could have came out. We could have had oh, that, that dream. Match. Yeah, if we, we should have had that at uh, Survivor Series last year, but they had dropped the ball on that. But uh, this match was great, uh, minus the ending. Uh, I, I loved it. And uh, this, I, I know a lot of people were saying like uh, since Big E didn't get a win uh, that it, it made him look bad, but I think this episode of Raw made him look like the biggest star he's been since he's been with the company, in my opinion, so far.
2: One thing I did like about Lashley interrupting, though I must say, is the fact that he took out everybody.
3: Yeah, he didn't like puss out, and he, he got Roman Reigns too. Right. Which, oh, which I like. Oh, sorry. Continue I, on. I like the Bloodline more. Matching outfits too. They all were black, and uh, even right. Roman had the red uh, handguard. Yeah, but see,
2: where, where does he sleep, Lashley? Man, is he a fucking babyface? Is he a heel? Is he a shades of grey? Is he what the fuck is he like? Where,
3: where are we going a, with this? Are we going to get a triple threat match, possibly? He's a heel. Maybe it is leading up to he needs uh, his partners, or maybe it will be the triple threat. Like, well, we just had the triple threat match tonight, later on. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he's going to get drafted to SmackDown. Uh, who knows? I mean, Roman's only here for the week, too, so the, it won't really affect him. He could fight a one match with Big E still. There's a lot of different ways right, he could go. Right.
2: Well, we'll see what happens, I guess, but still also want to add that after the match, Lashley entered the ring and Speed Reigns. Lashley went to ringside and Speed Big E through the barricade in front of the Keepers area. So I just wanted to you know, put that out there. And we get another NXT 2.0 airing on for Tuesday's show, which I can't wait to talk about, dude, because that's another thing altogether. I mean, i still fucking say that Triple H was in the middle of a fest by all the WWE, <laughs> dude. That's just my opinion but anyway bobby lashley was shown walking backstage when he entered the office of adam pierce and sonia deville Lashley said biggie cashed in the money in the bank contract on him while he was clearly hurt so what bobby come on now lashley dubbed himself the real champion he said he would beat biggie or roman reigns in singles matches pierce uh and deville stood there speechless of course they were the broadcast team noted mvp's injury from last week from last week's RKO, actually a knee injury from many months ago, really. Riddle entered Randy Orton's locker room and pondered what his spirit animal would be. Orton told Riddle to keep Omos busy at ringside while he attempts to break a few of AJ Styles' ribs inside the ring. What would you think of that little backstage segment?
3: I like the – I always like the Riddle stuff. I like him more than I should as an adult. Uh, (laughs) but He's he's over. And then – I'm kind of getting sick of uh, Sony DeVille, Sony DeVille should move in to start wrestling again, I think, actually. Yeah,
2: if you're going to have fucking, you know, like, you know, boss figures and shit, I'd still rather the McMahons, you know what I mean, if we're going to have authority <laughs> figures.
3: Yeah, at least they're not heels, you know, at least, they're, at least they're just trying to do their best job. But there's always like flaws in the way they're thinking that doesn't make it seem like they're doing a good job, you know.
2: Right. And they come across as so vanilla, bro.
3: Yeah, they don't have, really have a character. They uh, right. Sonya Deville will do stuff behind her bat behind Adam Pierce's back, and it won't lead to anything. You know, they'll just be <laughs> like a throwaway line, like "Oh, my bad," and then he'll forgive her. It doesn't seem like there's any direction with the story with them. Yeah, they're just so generic, man. They just come across as just really generic. You know what I mean? It's
2: I don't know. It's just yeah, me. I'm yeah. Well, we move to match number two, Kev. <laughs> we get an even Marie versus Do Drop again. And Doudrop charges Eva, who rolled to ringside to start the match. Doudrop chased Eva, who rolled out multiple times. Eventually, Eva raked the eyes of Dewdrop. He ended up catching her and slamming her to the mat. Doudrop performed a senton followed by a running crossbody splash on the seated Eva and scores the pin. Again, Doudrop defeats Eva Marie in around about 1 minute and 20 seconds. What the hell, bro? There's
3: not much you can say about this. The only thing you can say is, I buy. For a dollar. <laughs> Ava Marie just looks good. And uh that's that's all she can add to this. You know what, Kev, didn't we fucking th- think
2: or shouldn't we have thought that she would have been much improved in the ring by now? I thought she was training hard before she made her ring debut. For a but
3: really, I think she just still can't wrestle for shit. Uh by training hard, I don't think she's putting in like performance center work, you know. She might just go on, like, Brian Kendrick comes over before the match and, like, trains with her and stuff. I saw training videos of her when Brian Kendrick was trainer. She didn't look half right. bad. I know. Um, You're
2: yeah, right. That's why I'm sort of surprised. Like, she kind of still looks bad on
3: television, but. Yeah, it's just she's just there to look good and, uh, and be a bitch. And and boy, does she fucking look good. Oh, then dewdrop. she came to the ring all with, like, more personality now. It's kind of a I was trying to give her like a little bubbly personality. That was a little different change.
2: <laughs> Very bubbly. Yeah. <laughs> if you get Ooh. my drift, wink, wink.
3: <laughs> but uh, anyway, just, uh, after and this, and, and, yeah, and this feud already like it's oh, do drop wins every right. time. Like, why, why keep dragging it out? Well, unless surely her, she unless she a, a new yeah, unless she like manages Nia Jax or somebody. Later on to get a revenge. Great. From one fucking big chick to
2: an even bigger chick, or maybe not bigger, but who knows, it's pretty big. Anyway, after the match, DewDrop looked into the camera and said, It was over. <laughs> Backstage, Biggie told Pierce and DeVille that he wanted to face Lashley and Reigns tonight, make it happen. He barked. They want to give him remained speechless as he exited the room. Say something, Pierce, for Christ's sake. Anyway,
3: <laughs> Scrap Daddy. Uh,
2: yeah. Randy Orton and Riddle made their entrance for Orton's match against AJ Styles. An ad aired for the WWE draft that starts October 1st on SmackDown and concludes October 4th on Raw. Paul Heyman enters the authority figure's office and waited for them to wrap up their phone calls. Heyman spoke of how Lashley and Biggie came in yelling while he brings a message from the tribal chief. Heyman and Pierce bickered. DeVille announced Big E versus Roman Reigns versus Bobby Lashley in a triple threat match for later in the show. Heyman told Pierce to have a great night and smiled as he left the room. So we get our number two now, Kev. AJ Styles. Oh,
3: that Starr's first hour was was a great hour of Raw, by the way. I can't give brilliant any
2: Brilliant hour. hour of Raw that brilliant just hour. flew by. Yep. If Ava Bravin didn't
3: look so good too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, that was really the only fucking, you know, and this is just nitpicking, but this is the
3: only sort of, you know, stupid do you know, point. Do you know what I would do with Ava Marie? What's that? Since she's not the best wrestler, but I like looking at her. get the 24-7 right. title. <laughs> she can show up whenever she wants. She just has to do roll-ups. She can be a bitch to whoever she wants. Just have the girls wrestle for her for a little bit.
2: Oh god. Well maybe she should become a manager in a literal sense. Yeah, you know,
3: or like that a, or tag team again, where she can be protected. But this right.
2: isn't any justice. But when I say manager in a literal sense, I mean that literally like you know, like a like a like an athlete's manager. Like, you know, like like a manager of, of fucking uh like LeBron James, like that type of manager, right? If you get what I'm what I'm trying to say. Where you, you know mean, what do you mean, sorry? leave wrestling?
3: Like no, no
2: no, a- no, 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 no. In wrestling, like have her be that sort of manager in actual wrestling on the show, like storyline wise. Just not wrestle though, right? That's what I mean. Right, just be kind right. of like a, like just, a Paul
3: Heyman, or how Zelina yeah, Vega was like, with Andrade.
2: Yeah, but I'm talking about more like a real manager, like the way managers are, you know, for sports people and athletes. You know what I'm saying?
3: How was that different when she was managing Do Like what? What? Uh, I don't understand what difference you would mean.
2: Oh, man, it's hard to explain. Like, for example, like, you know how LeBron James, whatever athlete out there, they've got their own managers, right, that actually look at their contracts and all that bullshit, right? Yeah, their agent? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, my bad. Agent. What the fuck's wrong with me, man? I meant like <laughs> an agent. <laughs> yeah. Where she mm-hmm. acts like a like an agent, man, to like a bunch of female wrestlers. Heck, even adding male wrestlers.
3: Um. I would, I, how about if they did it from a different angle? Play her up like a card, like she's a, she's an, uh, an agent, but more like an influencer, trying to find people like a Kim Kardashian to try to get more, try to find somewhere they can get her more likes on social media stuff. You know, like uh, I think that would fit her personality more than mathematics with numbers and, and agent wise. You
2: know, right? So,
3: for, throw it down the Instagram and Twitter followers. Be like she's the ultimate influencer, and then she's trying to get uh, Liv Morgan or somebody to get more. Manage Liv Morgan and try to help her right. become, like, the ultimate Kardashian.
2: Yeah, well, and then in Mandy Rose as well in that little crew.
3: Oh, if she was still on, she'd be perfect more than Liv Morgan, but she's on the other show now. Right, because but, when you think about it,
2: Mandy Rose and Eva Marie are kind of similar in many ways.
3: Nah, man, Mandy, well, looks-wise, but Mandy puts the work in. She's getting Yeah, better. yeah, she
2: can work much better than fucking Eva Marie. There's no if or but yeah. about it, dude. But, but what I mean is their kind of personas are kind of very alike to me. Maybe not the current Mandy Rose, but I'm talking about the main roster, Mandy Rose, if that makes any sense.
3: Yeah. Golden goddess, as opposed to like all red and everything. it's similar. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, anyway, we get, we move over to match number three between AJ Styles with Omos versus Randy Orton with Riddle. Riddle led the crowd in a Randy champ from ringside to start the match. Auden took offensive control, uh, offensive control. He backed into the ropes and was tripped by Omos. The referee ejected Omos from ringside. Riddle taunted the big man by singing the goodbye song. Omos turned around and dropped Riddle with an uppercut. <laughs> Stiles dumped the dumped distracted Orden to the floor and then leapt over the top rope and hit him with a forearm shot. I'll take it from here, Stiles told Omos, who started to make his exit. Auden then sets up for a draping DDT, but Styles pulled him into the ropes. Styles set up for his finisher. Auden caught him on the ropes in RKO position. Styles counters into a sleeper that Auden eventually escapes. Auden then performs a Riddle style suplex, which excited Riddle at ringside. Auden covers Styles for a two count. Styles threw a series of strikes that he capped off with a Palais kick and then covered Orton for a near fall. Styles then sets up for a Styles clash, but and avoided it and sat down on him for a two-count. Stiles came right back with a diving forearm shot. Stoles then performed a springboard moonsault for another near-fall. Stoles then sets up for a phenomenal forearm, but he opted to go after Riddle with a kick instead. Stoles hit Auden with a forearm shot. Stoles teased the phenomenal forearm again, and stopped, and stopped when Auden teased the RKO. Auden then kicked Stoles, gave him a draping DDT, and dropped him with an RKO before pinning him. And Auden gets the win in about 15 minutes and 30 seconds this was a
3: a much better match than I even I anticipated dude yeah it was very good and how funny was that part where they uh he was going to go for the RKO and they called each other out they pointed at each other like the Spider-Man right, you know? that was right, awesome.
2: Right. that's funny absolutely and, and you know what man like like I said I don't know I didn't expect this sort of chemistry from the two of them but
3: damn I mean <laughs> this was great they they've been good together, didn't they have a WrestleMania match uh, before on uh, AJ's first year? I
2: believe they did. No, no, that was Jericho, wasn't it?
3: No, I'm pretty sure Orton and I have to look it up. I'm gonna look it up right now, actually. But what I know, like, wrong? I think he fought Orton.
2: I thought it was Jericho and AJ.
3: Like, uh, I could be wrong. Uh, uh, here, here, keep talking a while. I look it up real quick.
2: All right, no worries. Um, so uh, a video package then is of on Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Jack's made an entrance for a match against, for the for a match against Baszler and add for SmackDown focus on King Nakamura versus Apollo Crews for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, WrestleMania
3: 35 was AJ Styles and Randy Orton.
2: Really? Why don't I fucking recall that? But uh, I, I guess I didn't enjoy it as much like then as I did now, because I felt this match clearly was better than that WrestleMania match, man.
3: Yeah, this was awesome. This is a very good TV match, and Raw was, no pun intended, phenomenal up until this point. <laughs> <end. laughs>
2: oh, shit. <Did> <laughs> absolutely phenomenal. And I forgot, man, why am I using the freaking effects, dude? Damn. See? It go. was phenomenal, bro. It was phenomenal. <laughs> the professor, anyway, what's up, Professor? Bro. Oh, Professor. What's cracking, lacking, brother? Anyway, we get into match number four between I. Jax and Shayna Baszler. Jax and Baszler her and pushed and shoved. Jax hoisted up Baszler in a Samoan drop position and then set her down. Jax said it was easy and said she's the winner. Baszler then stomps Jack's foot and threw kicks, but Jax cut her off with a punch and then performed the shoulder breaker. Baszler then caught Jax in the Kifura clutch. Then Jax escaped the hold, but Baszler threw kicks at her and reapplied the hold. Jackson powered up and then fell on top of Baszler, but Baszler maintained the hold and got the win via ref stoppage. Shayna Baszler defeats Nia Jackson around about two and a half minutes. What the hell was this? You ever see
3: deliverance? <laughs> Squeal like a pig, Nia. Naya. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <No>. <laughs> shit. it's too early for me to be doing this shit man <laughs>
3: hopefully this leads to uh sheena uh, sheena basil hopefully she's a badass hopefully
2: again. she's a killer
3: absolutely yeah. but where do you go from here with Nia Jax? as you can hear the the fans are cheering and continue to uh, cheer they- but they announced she's going to be out what? for a few weeks. They said it's some um, elbow dislocation or something.
2: Ugh, always, always something, man, with her. It is what it is, man. But I'm I glad she's absolutely gone, murdered. Her.
3: Yeah, this is great for now uh, for Shayna. Absolutely. I don't know why it took him
2: this long to make her like the killer that she really is, but I'm
3: not. Complaining. Maybe she's. Uh, maybe they're going to prep her for a trade to SmackDown. Maybe like uh, they need her strong if she's going to lose to Becky Lynch.
2: Oh. <sighs> God, why, dude? Why would you have to say that? I was just saying <laughs> how fucking strong and how good they've booked her, and then you had to say that because, unfortunately, you're probably right. Probably. <laughs> Ugh, man, what a fucking buzzkill that is. Anyway, after the match, Jax rolled to the apron. Bazel kicked Jax and knocked it to the floor. Bazel then followed and then threw kicks at Jax's left arm Baser then pulled the ring steps apart and then placed Jax's left wrist inside a hole in the side of the steps before stomping it. Basil stood on Jax's wrist. Jax begged begged her to stop. Beza looked anguished. <laughs> <laughs> You're a good <laughs> Thanks, because I am a pick now. But <laughs> she stomped the arm again. Trainers tended to Jax ring so while she was sitting there going. <laughs> anyway.
3: Sorry, Jax, Naya. We're not saying she looks like a pig, but she certainly sounded like one.
2: <laughs> oh, no, there. you didn't. Oh, no, you didn't, bro. Her
3: squeal definitely <laughs> sounded like one. <laughs>
2: oh. Exactly. <laughs> well, footage then is of Eva Marie appearing with the American Ninja Warrior junior hosts, and then the broadcast team hyped the show for Peacock. So we move on to number, match number five between Mustafa Ali and Mansua versus Humberto Carrillo and Angel
3: Garza. Both interests entr- were actually televised for once, Kev. Dude, I love this match. I, I think there's so much potential with Carrillo and Garza. Their finisher That's move too reminded me of the uh, Motor City Machine Guns. Too, absolutely. To too. Well, they are familiar, bro. Literally. Yep. I hope they get a cooler name than the, f- the family, though. Oh, cool. If they're Italian, bro, definitely. Yeah, they need a cooler you know name. I mean, like, they're they're familiar. Familiar. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Both of these teams have so much potential too. Hopefully they don't start jobbing out Ali and uh, Mansoor now that they got a new team. Come on,
2: dude. Of course they're going to job out fucking Ali and Mansoor. I mean, come on. You know that. Keep them above level of the Lucha House party.
3: <laughs> Both uh, these teams are very good. They have a lot of potential.
2: Look, I'm indifferent with Mustafa Mansour.
3: You can call him the new Eminem, though, if you like. No, you need Molina for that, buddy. <laughs> Why not bring her back? You know, who you could bring in for that Aaliyah.
2: Ah, oh. well, she's Indian background though.
3: Yeah, she no. could play. She could play an Arab though. If we got General Aziz playing an African lord, I think Aaliyah can play oh, most <laughs> of.
2: I hate that fucking gimmick, dude. What is he fucking I, supposed to be? What's his name? Fucking uh, fucking
3: the Libyan fucking ex-president. What's his name again? Gaddafi. Is that who he's trying to be, bro? I, I like it. I like gimmicks. But if he can play that, Aaliyah can play the manager of uh, Mansour and Ali. <laughs> well, speaking
2: of like, you know, how we're talking about Eva Marie, like sort of not wrestling anymore. Well, I, I can't stand Aaliyah, dude. I think she can't wrestle either. Yeah, I she's agree. She's better than even Marie, though. She's
3: better than even Marie. She was Marie, on NX. But at least even Marie like has a bigger size. She looks like she could. Not take just size. But the one thing that even Marie is good at, she's got presence, dude. She understands like you
2: know how to work a crowd per se compared to someone like Aaliyah. You know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah, well, she's naturally cocky in real life, too. Right, so right, that that absolutely. carries over on screen. As and she Aaliyah, should be. Definitely. Right, if that woman man. isn't confident, then there's something wrong with society. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine that? She that was her birthday. Uh, it was her birthday, I believe, yesterday, 37 years old. Who, Eva Marie? Yeah, she looks amazing for 37. Happy birthday, girl. Happy birthday, <laughs> Dollar Queen. Yeah,
2: baby. <laughs> Happy birthday to the fucking best booty in fucking pro, pro wrestling right now. I've got to say. So i got to I give her a clap and a, a round dollar. of applause. Happy birthday, Eva.
3: <laughs> anyway. J- so. Jimmy, as, as bad as she is in the ring, we talked about her like like more than anybody except for like, oh man, new day. so she gets a lot of time cause just because of her look and persona, even with the, the shitty uh, in-ring work.
2: Right, but that's okay, cause she looks fucking too good to fucking even complain about her in-ring work. Even though we still complain about it, but, hey, it's nothing but gravy. Yeah. we gotta do our job, you know, and keep it real. That's it. We're critics, nah. <laughs> well, anyway, we get uh, a tape airing with Car- with Carillo and Gaza talking about being family, like I was saying, la familia, and handsome. Ali caught co- Carillo with a nice tornado DDT. Then both men tagged out. Later, there was a sequence where Carillo threw Mansoor into the barricade. Then Ali did the same to Carillo. Uh,
3: dude, that was amazing. It looked so that was painful. Amazing.
2: It did. That was so definitely.
3: It was awesome. Great well, selling. Garza,
2: there. Absolutely. Gaza then goes on to ringside and ran Ali into the ring post, which Ali sold by leaping face first into
3: the post. That, that's the part I meant was awesome. I jumped the gun. Right. That was phenomenal. Right. And The sound, that the sound effect, that was, it sounded brutal. It looked great. It looked great,
2: absolutely. Well, they both get back into the ring. Carillo put Ali in a submission hold, and then Gaza drop kicked Ali. Gaza covered Ali and pinned him for the one, two, three. We get Humberto Carillo and and Angel Gaza beating Mustafa Ali and Mansoor in another short match at around about under three minutes, dude. Why is there so many fucking? I've noticed a bit of a change. In on Raw the last couple of weeks, dude. A lot of matches are, are, like, very
3: short, dude. I noticed that, too. I guess they're afraid they'll run over because they had a good main event coming up, you know? I so guess. I think they're afraid. Yeah, you want to give time to that. You don't want that match to go short at all. The right, triple but, threat. It feels,
2: but it feels reminiscent of, like, Russo style of book, you know, that Crash TV
3: style, like, fast-paced type of shit ah uh, it works it works for the most part as long as you have like one or two long matches it works well we there's a there's on. a happy there is a happy medium though I, yeah i agree that you want six seven minutes absolutely no no doubt but get this
2: if we get a a video package of TikTok 24 7 aka carry and cross what do you think of that little package dude
3: It seems like uh, there's not much.
1: Hello.
3: Last week we were, last week we were praising him because it seemed like there was a good promo and he had direction again. Right. And this week it seems like eh, I don't know what to do. Let's just do the same thing, but not as good. <laughs> he's in limbo, dude. I'm convinced. That's why I still think, and I'm telling you,
2: I've been saying this for how long? TikTok twenty four seven, bro. It's it's a fucking
3: merch seller, bro. <laughs> I think he's getting drafted. To where? Smacky down. Smacky down?
2: Yeah. So we're going to have a fucking... The way you're going, Kev, you're pretty much suggesting that SmackDown is going to be absolutely star-studded.
3: Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely the A show now. So you're telling me that we're going to get a
2: real bad Raw, like Roster, if you get my drift?
3: Sometimes when you have lesser stars, the show's more interesting because right, it's new. Right.
2: And you I was know? waiting for you to say that, so,
3: yeah. I used to like SmackDown when it was the B show back in the day when it was like Dolph Ziggler and John Morrison running the show and Edge before Edge was huge because it's like uh, more more surprising, a lot more character work. They take more chances. But Raw three hours, so it might.
2: Exactly. That's the problem, <laughs> Kev. <laughs> you see, yep. I can't deal with three hours of that type of shit. And if you're going to have everyone that's sort of – you know, second rate per se, and I say that lightly, then you might as well turn it into fucking uh, 205 Live, three hours.
3: <laughs> you know what I would like to see? What? I would like to see Cesaro get drafted to Raw. He would have a legitimate shot at being a world champion on Raw.
2: Uh, nah, probably not, dude, because he's Swiss. Well, yeah. see what I did there. I'm sorry, but it's didn't fucking Vince McMahon himself
3: say that shit? I think things changed once he had that good feud with Ron Reigns. I think uh, Kevin Owens and Cesaro. I don't know about
2: that, dude. I really don't know anymore. (laughs) I hate to say it, man. I hate to say it. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) It is what it is.
3: (laughs) More can hope, right? Are you you a fan of Cesaro?
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, look, man. Do you want to be completely honest with you? Keep it real, homie. All right. Well, here it is. He can fucking work in the ring, no doubt about it. One of the best workers in all of professional wrestling, right? Yep. He's tough. He looks the part, but when you really break him down, is he that compelling?
3: No, but he gets the fans behind him.
2: Right, right. He does because why? Because he does his little fucking, uh, you know, boom, boom and fuck, right? And the swing. It's really the swing. That's what gets him over, dude.
3: Not Every match, though, he'll do something that he that just says a feat of strength that like a normal person couldn't do. Do something that just looks, it makes it look so natural and easy that you could tell other guys couldn't do. So you just right. want to root for him.
2: Well, it's like a, then, uh, a
3: physical charisma. Well, that's a personality one. Yeah, but see,
2: does that sell, though?
3: I think it does. One of the first times like I really got into Cena was when he, uh, he f he picked up a uh, big show and Edge at the same time and did the f uh, u to both of them at the same time. Or like that is just impressive. You the f u or yeah, the attitude adjustment. I think it was right. called f, the f u back. Then. Yeah, I think
2: it was the f u back then, man.
3: Yeah, it's the first time when I'm like, this guy's special. Like not everybody st- can do that.
2: Well, yeah, seen as a freak, dude, and and really Cesaro, even though he's not the biggest dude, he's really a fucking strong fucking motherfucker, dude. That's legit. That ain't a work. That's for real. Like he really is. That shit, he really yeah. can fucking lift the way he does. He's no, got that I, real I, upper body
3: fucking strength, man. I agree with you that he couldn't be the main guy for a long time. But I think he can get, like, a world or two title reign on Raw, you know? It'd be, like, a little month, month here and there, like a transition. He'd have a little mm, bit shot of winning yeah. it there. But I definitely don't make the show around him just because he can't do interviews that well. And that's the problem, man. Like, especially in the Western countries, like, I, I, I just don't
2: think he can sort of step up to that next level if you get my drift.
3: I hope you're wrong. I, I want to give him a chance. I think he, he has a legitimate chance on uh, if he gets drafted over to Raw. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I hope I'm wrong
2: too, bro. I really. Like, I, I rate him, and I was a fan of his back in his Ring of Honor days as, you know, Claudio Castagnoli.
3: But yeah, and uh, he legitimately doesn't really have a character either. They need to – That's uh, what I'm
2: saying.
3: Yeah, that's, that's all on the writing team, you know. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> you're not allowed to go off script. You're not allowed to uh, put yourself over anymore.
2: Well, that's what they say. But if you take initiative and actually do it, Vince doesn't mind as long as it's the right move. Yeah,
3: but I mean, like, he said that you know, himself. It, it's it's different if you have a character already. You can stay within the parameters of your character. Like The yeah. Rock and Triple H knew who they were.
2: Absolutely. Who's,
3: no. Yeah, who's you're right. Just a good wrestler, you know. Like, what if he said something entertaining? It would be out of character. They got to create right. a character.
2: No, I, I agree, man. Uh, no, you're right, and that's the thing, man. I mean, what do you call him? The Swiss Superman, as per usual. The
3: Terminator, nah. cyborg, fucking what the fuck, man? Even if he, he was a Terminator and he talked robotic, he at least he would know a direction he could go off script and put himself over. Like now, he well, you, you know, know what I'll go for. What's that?
2: I would actually have him like a Jason Statham type of character. You know what I mean? Like the transporter.
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think they they were trying to do that originally with him, I believe, when he was wearing like the suits to the ring and stuff. Oh Yeah, but that felt more 007 or Mission
2: Impossible even. You know what I'm saying? It didn't really feel like Jason Statham.
3: Yeah, especially with that entrance too. They had the Bond circle in the background. Right,
2: right, absolutely, man. I'd, I'd say go like the transporter. Make him wear glasses or some shit. Make him be fucking
3: Stoneface cool, if you know what I'm saying. You know how people want Karrion Cross to be like a Hitman character, like uh, Cesaro could pull off like the video game Hitman character. Absolutely, for sure, yeah. and and yeah, I can see like
2: the resemblance to the both of them. Except Cross has got way more charisma, dude.
3: Yes, he does, but Cross has more of a uh, a darker element to his character, so that's why more of the and Superman- a very. Yeah.
2: Right, supernatural, but not just supernatural, but very – he's believable. Yeah. Suppose they, um,
3: Suppose Cesaro played like a – not an APA kind of character, but like uh, if someone beat up Puerto Carrillo, they go to the hitman Cesaro uh, to get revenge for him. Similar to the APA, but more of like a, uh, a mercenary kind of character.
2: Oh, no, dude. The way we're talking now, I can picture them two teaming up in the future, bro.
3: <laughs> no.
2: Oh, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I just picked uh,
3: Humberto randomly. That could have been anybody with it.
2: Uh, I don't know, bro. I could just see it, man. They, they're going to pair him up. They can be Demolition 2.0 since that's what's in these days. Oh, you mean carrying I mean, Cross and Cesaro? Yeah, Cross. Who did you think I was talking, talking I, about? I said
3: Humberto Carrillo.
2: And, uh, uh, no, yeah, I'm talking about uh, Cross and uh, Cesaro, bro. That'd be an awesome tag team, actually. I can see it, man. I can yeah, see it. Great. You know what I mean? They both play. Like, one's the hitman sort of
3: mercenary. The other one's like a transporter mercenary. There's money in that, but I would try to stay solo because uh, Cesaro's already, what, eight-time or seven-time tag team champion. So I would try to, like, get a solo run out and try to be more.
2: Well, dude, I hate to say it, but maybe
3: that's Cesaro's ceiling, bro. Be. But, like, he's a good worker. Why don't they have him be, like, a like an eight-time Intercontinental Champion by now? Like, the worker belt. Why isn't he always in the mix for that?
2: You know? You tell me. Because he's Swiss, I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm joking? I'm being serious, bro. I'm telling you. The fact that they made him yodel when he first came in was freaking stupid. Yodel. Like, yeah, hey.
3: At least they gave him <laughs> Moxana when he first came in.
2: Ugh. Anyway, good luck to you, bro. I'm um, talking about fucking Cesaro. We hope nothing but the best for you, man. Because you deserve it, but whether the fucking the big man himself, VKM, sees it that way, that's another story, man. Yep. But we move on to a Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash entrance and stopped on the stage. Ash said they wanted to talk to the fans about Connor's cure before they charged for the WWE Women's Tag titles ripley gets emotional they dedicated their match to the kids everyone is affected by pediatric cancer and everyone who has donated to connor's cure they led the crowd in holding up their arms in a v and yelling victory that's a good little cause though man
3: victory is that johnny drama's
2: catchphrase back in the day (laughs) yeah right (laughs) So, we move on to match number six between Natalia and Tamina versus uh, Rhea Ripley. Hold on. Back to that segment right there, though. Oh, um, yes.
3: You're talking about Rhea Ripley. Th- yeah. That part, right? Has she fucked up? First people online were giving her shit that she, like, got emotional fucked and up. fucked up. Dude, it, it was an emotional moment for her, like, to have a heart. It was a good thing. You know, like, Dude, like she's uh, doing so much behind the scenes for them, for Conor's Cure. Right. She's seen so many people with kids with cancer.
2: I'm absolutely, glad she man. has a
3: heart, you know. Oh, well, then,
2: first of all, the fact people were going online, absolutely giving it to her, man, was fucking dumb, bro.
3: Yeah, it's your trash person if you ripped on her for that. Like, she's doing the greatest oh, thing ever, and doing more than you. Anybody ripped her? She's done more than you have for kids with cancer. So leave her the fuck alone. But see, there's the problem with fucking
2: your IWC fucking. IWC? The cry, yeah, cry yes cry WC let's cry over everything we're gonna fucking yep. really people we're gonna shit on Rhea Ripley for showing actually real emotion
3: you fucktards what the fuck is wrong with you people yep and then uh and, Look, and Nikki and real quick Nikki Ash on that segment that's the first Nikki time since, yeah Nikki trash that's <laughs> yeah. the first time since she's been almost a superhero that she did something good and not heelish. She actually, right. like, worked for Connor. She really said that they needed to show her doing good things. This is the first time she's ever done anything good or heroic. Well, she's
2: not quite a superhero, or is she now, Kev?
3: No, nah, she's Nikki Trash.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, that deserves a round of applause, Kev, because the fans loved, loved every bit of it, and absolutely agreed with you, bro. <laughs> round of applause. So, speaking of Trash, we move on to match number six, like I was saying between Natalia and Tamina and Rhea Ripley and Nikki Trash for the WWE Women's Tag Titles. Natalia and Tamina's entrance was televised. Natalya and Tamina performed a heart attack close on on Ash and had her beat in the first 30 seconds of the match, but Ripley broke up the pin. A short time later, Tamina put Trash down with the Samoan drop. Tamina went up to, went up top for a splash, but Trash put her knees up, even though they barely made contact with Tamina. Let's be honest there, Kev. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then Ripley took out Tamina with a senton off the apron and then performed a rip-tide on the apron. In the ring, Ash caught a distracted Natalia in an inside cradle and scored the pin. And guess what, Kev? No! Ri Ricky Trash defeats Natalya and Tamina
3: in another two-and-a-half-minute epic match. I'm glad we got a uh, title change. Um, right. Tamina and Natty they had the fan support. Uh, they booked them terribly, though. They didn't feel special. They didn't feel like champions. If they won a, they want matches as champions, but uh, you like too. They don't always show entrances and they portrayed as strong. I love Rhea Ripley. I'm glad she got the belt. And then uh, if this to a Shotzi and Tegan or Tegan Knox uh, feud, I'm happy with that, but. Who would be the heel in that uh, feud, though? Who the fuck knows, Kev? (laughs) At this point,
2: who the fuck knows, bro? Well,
3: I guess they'll throw together two bad people to team up and feud with them, I guess.
2: I guess. I mean, why not, right? That's what they do. (laughs) I mean, shit. But we move on to our number three. The broadcast team actually hypes up the Triple Threat main event between Auden, Reigns, and Mr. Bob Lashley. But we get Alexa Bliss, who sat on her swing set inside the ring and introduced Raw Women's Champion Charlotte Flair, who must be absolutely reeling after the dark side of the ring, which I'll get your thoughts on after we finish reviewing Raw. But Charlotte Flair and Bliss pulled out the, the, the Charlie doll. A freaking Charlie champ broke out. Flair said she didn't want the doll. The crowd booed. Flair said she wants Bliss, the old Bliss. She said she wants five feet of Fury, the mean girl, and championship material Bliss. Flair said Bliss can fool everyone in the building and at home, but she can't fool her. She said everything Bliss is doing is to hide how fragile she really is. And then Flair said Bliss used to walk to the ring with a title in her arm, and now she walks to the ring with a doll in her arm. Yay, that's true. How does yep. it feel that the doll is more popular than you, Flair said? And how'd you feel about that little sort of part there before I continue, Kev?
3: A lot of good moments in this. Charlotte When uh definitely went all, all times in the segment too. She uh did you catch the Bray Wyatt kind of line she made? Right. Did you catch it? The Bray Wyatt uh, line?
2: Right, right, yeah, I did. I mean, I was going to continue on, yeah. so
3: there's, there's oh, okay. more to it. yeah, okay, up until that. All right, Well, let's jump into it now. Like when, uh, when yeah, the tra- dude, crowd chanted "woo," when the crowd chanted "woo," and then Alexa Bliss says, "That's not even yours." And then Charlotte goes, <laughs> "Speaking about originality, nothing's original about you." Insinuating that she stole Bray Wyatt's gimmick. That was fucking awesome.
2: That was awesome.
3: But as you say, saying... I wish Alexa Bliss would have uh, attacked. Like should have went off script and attacked Charlotte back, but she didn't have the balls to do it. Charlotte just owned her this whole segment. Oh, and as
2: she would. On the stick, Bliss can't even hold a candle
3: to fucking Charlotte, man. Let's be real. But, she used to be good, like She used to be very bitchy with uh, Bailey and stuff back in the day. Right, but
2: still, she's not on a Charlotte's level, though, in my opinion. Even back when she was the original Bliss. In my opinion, look, everyone's got, you know, is entitled to their opinions, right? I could be wrong, you know. It's It's just what I think, you know. But That's it. Absolutely. But Flair called Bliss's mind games a joke. She asked how she went from headlining WrestleMania 35 to playing with dolls on Raw. That's pretty cool. Flair (laughs) said she's beaten an almost superhero and a nightmare, and now she's going to beat a grown-ass woman who dresses like a kid, (laughs) which is so true. Sorry, Bliss, but it's true. Flair then goes on to say she was going to make it her job to beat the sense back into Bliss. She asked Bliss if she wanted her to do it on Raw or wait for Extreme Rules. Bliss said everyone gets it. Flair is the best and has won more titles than any other woman. She said that also means she has lost more titles than every other woman. How many times do we need to hear that shit? Anyway, Bliss asked Flair who she is without a title. This goes on to say nobody knows because even Flair doesn't know. She said Flair has nothing to brag about if she doesn't have a title over her shoulder. Well, why would you brag if you don't? I mean, anyway, <laughs> Flair said she doesn't have to play mind games to expose Flair's insecurities because they were stamped on her forehead. This said Flair is terrified of the Royal Women's Championship moving on without her and leaving her with nothing. She asked what Flair would say to the people if she didn't have a total The fans wooed. That's not even originally yours, like you said earlier, Kev, Bliss said. Flair responded by saying, let's not talk about originality, biatch. That was great. You know what I mean? Bliss said she gave Flair the doll as a pity gift because even a self-centered bitch like her deserves happiness. Bliss then goes on to say Flair could call her crazy, but at least she knows who she is. I don't think you know who you are. Yeah. Or does she? Actually, she does. It's Bliss that doesn't know who she is. But anyway, Bliss said she would call her champ at Extreme Rules. Flair laughed at her. Flair mocked the idea of Bliss asking who she was without the title and then said she would never find out. Flair then goes on to shove Bliss, who charged her. Flair knocked Bliss down with a kick to the head. Bliss hopped on Flair's back, but Flair quickly flipped her to the mat. Flair then held up the Charlie doll and then tore its head off and (coughs) chopped it on Bliss. Flair went for Lily. Bliss climbed on her back again. Bliss ended up putting Flair down with a DDT. Bliss <laughs> grabbed Lily and held it while Flair left the ring. And I guess we're gonna have Charlotte go over Bliss anyway at Extreme Rules. By the yeah. by the look, of things.
3: Alexa's lines were pretty bad. Like she has two Charlotte Flair without a championship. She's like a a collegiate ball player. She's the son, like a rich son of Rick Flair, like. She's very cocky, pretty, married to Andrade. She's very uh good, even without the championship belt. She her life is pretty good. You know that was just yeah, absolutely.
2: Wild.
3: So who the fuck
2: are you, Bliss? You want to be
3: six foot tall? Girl, you know, it's like she could. she's not my look. She could do some fast sports modeling, be a fitness model. You know, like so there's a ton without the belt. So as well, well just, just lines were pretty, pretty freaking bad. But she delivered them well. <laughs> But they're bad. Oh yeah, for sure, man.
2: But if I had to pick between the two, you know, I would so go for Bliss though, if you get my drift.
3: <laughs> Def- oh, yeah. Bliss is more hotter, more uh, in my opinion, more attractive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can't help but fucking look at
2: Charlotte and think of Rick. You know what I mean? And I don't want to think about no baby arms and shit. You know?
3: Yeah, and you can see like the uh some of the I uh, the alleged work he has done too is kind of a turn off if it's true. What What are you talking about from the dark side of the ring? Oh, like a, like a plastic work. Oh,
2: oh, you know what, dude, man? I've noticed lately, I don't know how true that is. It could be just the makeup
3: because could when be. she's wrestling and the makeup wears off, she kind of looks normal again. Yeah, and Andrade posted pics of her without makeup and stuff and she looked good. I think sometimes they just overdo it because of the TV and HD and it kind of looks like uh, there's work done and it might not be.
2: Well, I can tell you one thing, which I can confirm by just looking at her. I mean, it's pretty obvious. She has had some sort of lip work done, I
3: think, and those sort of work. Maybe. I know a lot of women get uh, lip injections. And they get. I don't think she had cheek stuff done. They get cheek injections too. I fucking hate those fucking duck lip fucking injections, bro. So many girls have ruined their looks by
2: just fucking puffing up their stupid lips, dude. Everybody wants to be a Kardashian,
3: my friend. It sucks. I mean, honestly, dude, do you find that attractive? Because I don't. No, not at all. I and mean, a lot of times, it's like way overdone too. It looks like, uh, like those dog. Way flips, overdone, you know. like way mm. overdone. But yet, these bitches continue
2: to fucking get it done, thinking it looks so hot. Oh my god! Seriously, sorry, girls, but it's freaking ugly.
3: Take it from us, we're men, all right? Jeez. Yep. And like we said last week, we're not. We know you're not doing it for us, but we just you know you're you're naturally pretty. You know you don't have to uh, do all that stuff. It's on the inside that counts anyway.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's what the it's it's all about the inside, girls. All right, but yeah, the outside matters. It just depends.
3: But anyway, <laughs> oh, but real quick on uh, on this segment, I got to get into the Meltzer controversy. Did you hear about that? Uh, I'm pretty sure I have, but
2: fucking, um, sort of, uh, you know, spiced me up a bit. I might've forgotten, right. like remind me of it. So I can remember well, it. Well,
3: an inside source that currently works for the WWE told Meltzer that 750 people left during the Alexa bliss segment. Uh-huh. Yes. About this. That he was embarrassed that, uh, all the people left. That's Meltzer bullshit. reported, Meltzer reported that 1500 people, he doubled the number just because, and uh, I got that part of this from Brian Alvarez, so it's not just me lying here.
2: Right, uh, then
3: right. so Meltzer said fifteen hundred people. They have no idea too if they just went to the concession. You no, know, like I'm sure some people left. It's ten o'clock on a Monday night, But it wasn't because <laughs> the segment was bad. The crowd was for this segment. They, the segment. The people in the stadium liked this segment more than I did. Then uh, Alexa Absolutely. Bliss called out Meltzer on Twitter saying you're pretty much just saying, stop lying. You're trying to get clout, like trying to. Right, do uh,
2: right, right.
3: Then, uh, then the last week on Dynamite, uh, Meltzer, Meltzer reported that uh, the it's not really an empty crowd, that the lines for concession are just so insane that, that you know, even though it looked not like a sellout, it's just so biased reporting. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't – look, he, whoops, sorry about that. He's obviously got an issue in, like, for WB, man. Like, because they are blackballed his ass in a way, if you get my drift. Like, remember, he at one stage back in the day, everyone used to read the fucking Observer Newsletter, dude, including mm-hmm. Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard, Like, everyone in WB, you know, he used to have a relationship with Vince McMahon. Heck, he even alleged – when Stone Cold was sort of, uh, do you remember when he like uh, got his ball and went home? Yes. Well, apparently at the time, Vince would actually call up Meltzer asking, and this oh, look, and I don't know if it's true or not, but Meltzer claims it is, that Vince would call up Dave Meltzer and actually ask what's going on with Stone Cold. Is he going to re-sign with us? Like Vince McMahon doesn't even know what's going on with his own freaking employers, right? Yeah,
1: right.
3: Do you believe that? It, no, no. But he might—he uh, might have asked, like uh, Vince might have asked, like, "Hey, what's the rumor?" Like, because uh, he thought he thought Dean Ambrose was going to resign. He probably should have asked uh, Meltzer about that, and he would have known. Oh, Meltzer knew sweet. before things.
2: We knew he wasn't going to resign. It was so obvious, man. Vince he didn't, didn't like.
3: He would have jogged. He would have jobbed him out. He got a. He got a good farewell.
2: Right, well, fucking uh, Moxie done the smart
3: thing, right? He absolutely fooled them. Now, I think Vince called him, or at least called one of his friends to say, "Hey, what's the scoop on that?" I, I believe Meltzer, and like Meltzer didn't lie about the fans leaving; he was told that, but he exaggerated the number. It's just a well, he, definitely
2: exa- he definitely exaggerated the number, right? A and B. How does he fucking know exactly how many
3: people fucking left anyway? Suppose he was a guy that works for WWE, but how would they even know? don't know who's taking a piss. you know, right, right. That's that.
2: <laughs> Look, man. All I'm saying is, especially for our to our listeners, take that with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? Because it's really nothing. Don't even they make it a bigger deal than what it really is, anyway. I I wouldn't think anything of it. That's all
3: I'm saying. Yeah, then like, uh, just report the facts. Some fans Absolutely. left. uh, We're not sure why. Uh, Alvarez actually did a good job. He kind of like, stood up for WWE. He's like. He's like, yeah, of course some people are going to leave. It's 10 o'clock on a Monday night. It has nothing to do with the quality of the show. It has been an awesome show so far. So I was proud of Alvarez for like saying the right thing and not being Who biased at all. Who would have thought, man?
2: What, what disturbs me about Meltzer, man, he definitely want, wants to suck the elite's dicks,
3: all of them. I'm convinced. I don't mind. That's okay. Just don't uh, be biased, you know? Yeah. If I was like a reporter yeah, no, too, I would kiss the ass of my favorite guys too. I would be like – Talking Seth Rollins up all the time, but I wouldn't put down oh, the other people. Shit.
2: I showed you, know, you those okay. fucking infamous videos in the past, haven't I, of your boy Seth? They're uh, they're blocked out of my memory for life. Oh, oh, that's right. You don't know what I'm talking about suddenly, huh? Huh? Nah. Huh? No. Never happened. <laughs> Once you block something from memory, that in memory for life. <laughs> anyway we move on and for anyone wondering what we're talking about it's none of your business all right <laughs> or is it <laughs> anyway backstage we we get jake maverick He's planned to our truth to kira tozawa and drew gulak for dropping a net on reggie and taking the wb 24 7 championship
3: can we maverick- not acknowledge the 24 7 division anymore this make this, this is a segments that make me embarrassed to be a wrestling fan
2: TikTok twenty four seven, bro. Yeah, Rating, bro.
3: I'm not commenting on this. You could stay with and move on to the next. You can. <laughs> no, so I'm fuck it. Have, have we moved to match
2: number seven? Forget it. Let's just forget this shit. All right, because yeah, until it gets but
3: okay we, again, we're not, I'm not. I don't want to talk about it. Well, before <laughs> I do,
2: fair. right. Well, before I do move on from that, actually, we do have the broadcast team listed the number to call to vote for the Miz on ABC's Dancing with
3: the Stars, Kev. I'm glad he's on it. That's good for the Miz. Um, I didn't even know it started yet. I knew he was going to be on it, and ho- hopefully he does well. Well, to,
2: to be honest, I didn't even realize it was it had started yet. I only found out this information like a week ago, to be honest. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, it sort of came around pretty quick. But we do get Jeff Hardy making his entrance, and then Sheamus ends up making his entrance as we move on to match number seven between Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. If Hardy wins, he will be added to the U.S. Championship match at Extreme Rules. U.S. Champion Damien Priest sat in on commentary. Sheamus slammed Hardy on the mat. Sheamus removed his face shield and clothesline Hardy. Hardy then hits Sheamus with a shot to the face. Shaman checked his—I mean Shaman. sheamus checked his nose, which bled. Later, Hardy went for a twist of fate, but Sheamus avoided it and blasted him with a knee to the head and covered him for a good near fall but Hardy ducked, and ducked the bro kick and put Seamus down with a twist of fate. Hardy then went on went on to go up to the top rope and perform a swan tom, but Seamus put his knees up. Seamus tried to pick up Hardy. He rolled him up and pinned him for the one, two, three. Jeff Hardy defeats Seamus in around about nine minutes. We actually get a decent length
3: match. Yeah, it was a solid match. I like the false finish to the roll-up too. <coughs> I was
0: about
3: to yell like, no, come on, Jeff. Like, Hopefully, like, the internet being so on Jeff's side, like, made the WWE wake up and push him right. And uh, the dude's been loyal to him. He could have left when his contract was up. He stayed. He didn't give you a hard time about adding months from the injury. Well, that's what it is, Jeff. (laughs) Respect the Jeff fucking name. I'm like this. He doesn't have to be a world champion. Don't embarrass him.
2: You know damn well he's going to AW once his contract is up, bro.
3: Why wouldn't he? Unless they make him, like, world champ and throw a ton of money at him. Ray, Ray right. Mysterio. If it wasn't for Ray Mysterio's son, he'd be gone. They don't book right. him like they could either. These are Absolutely. legends. Legends. Well,
2: as Jeff Hardy's song fucking goes, some see the writing on the wall, Kev. See it writing on the wall. <laughs> You're a funny guy, man. But we... After the match, Seamus approached Priest and blamed him for his loss. Seamus shoved Priest, who then traded punches with him at ringside until referees pulled him apart. Priest then went onto the apron and dove onto Sheamus and threw more punches at him. Seamus recovers and ran Priest into the ring post. Both men ended up inside the ring. Priest closed on Seamus over the top rope, and both men tumbled to ringside. <laughs> Excuse me, man. Fuck. I'm starting
3: to choke now suddenly. I hope it's not COVID. You got COVID, bruh. Don't say that, brah Please. Everything's COVID. If you got like a knee ache, you got COVID. Yep. If you got your fucking balls fucking turning blue, it's COVID. Yep.
2: It fucking, mate, even if you get fucking food poisoning, it's COVID. So anyway. You got it's diarrhea. It, yes. That's COVID too, Kev. There's no such thing as the flu anymore, bro. They should make COVID Kai, like a karate COVID movie. Oh, shit. You didn't just fucking say that, bro. COVID Kai. COVID Kai, bro. Oh, shit. (laughs) Damn, that deserves another fucking clap, bro. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Fucking COVID Kai. That is fucking brilliant. Trademark that shit right now, sexy time. <laughs> that That's the crew, man. That's it. It's it's COVID, its COVID Kai, Kevin, and Jimmy T, man. That's right. Welcome to the Monday Night COVID Kai. Oh, fuck. We should have called it that, the Monday Night COVID Kai. There we go. That's another round of applause, bro. If
3: you I mean- change uh, Dakota Kai's name, to COVID Kai. <laughs>
1: that's a- shit. <laughs>
2: That deserves another clap, bro. The fans are going crazy, bro. Oh man, instead of fucking Dakota Kai, we got COVID Kai. Oh man, COVID Kai. (laughs) Oh shit! Shoutouts to the sheep fuckers of New Zealand. Sorry, I had to say it, man. COVID Kai, bro. That that deserves to be a fucking trademark, man. So not only do you get fucking Dakota Kai turning into COVID Kai. But we get Cobra Kai doing the fucking, doing the swerve and becoming
3: real badass heels by turning into COVID Kai. That's a cool shirt. Have COVID Kai with the, uh, a cobra on it, with a needle hanging out of it, like the back seat. That's a shirt you can, can make. Uh, COVID Kai. That deserves
2: another one, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, that on uh, our, our key site. Oh, man. Yeah,
2: you know what? That's going to be part of our merch, bro. COVID Kai. Yeah.
3: That's the, PwC presents
2: COVID Kai. <laughs> that is so fucking good, dude. Seriously, that is brilliant, bro. I'm not going to lie. I, I can't. You just threw me right off, bro. COVID motherfucking Kai. Anyway, after that little fucking uh, incident, the broadcast team recap Reigns winning the six-man tag opener. The post-match attack by Bobby Lashley entrances for the main event takes place as we move on to the main fucking event and match number eight. WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman versus WWE Champion Big E versus Bobby Lashley in a non-title triple threat match. Big E and Lashley went at it to start the match while Reigns watched. Big E got the better of it, but Reigns caught him with a drive-by kick during the opening minute. Reigns then hits Lashley with a repeated clotheslines in the corner while E was down at ringside. Reigns then placed Lashley in a seated position on, on the top rope. Lashley fought, fought him off temporarily, but Reigns blasted him with an uppercut. Reigns then sets up Lashley for a suplex. Biggie then returned to the ring and slid under Reigns to turn it into a Tower of Doom spot. Reigns then performs three suplexes on Reigns. Well, yeah... <laughs> Anyway, while Lashley was at ringside, Biggie ran the rope and Lashley tripped him over, uh, tripped him from the floor, and dragged him to ringside where he ran him into the barricade. Lashley then goes on and enters the ring and put Reigns down with a flatliner. Lashley barked that it's his house. Lashley held up Reigns before performing a vertical suplex for a near fall. Biggie then returns to the ring and Lashley went after him. Biggie performed a suplex on Lashley and then closed on Reigns and positioned them next to one another. Biggie then ran the ropes and performed a splash onto both men and then covered Lashley for a two-count. Reigns ends up on the apron. Biggie went for his spear, but Reigns caught him with a knee. Lashley then tried to cover Biggie, but Reigns dumped Lashley to ringside then covered Biggie for a two-count. Biggie then ducks a Superman punch, then performed the big ending on Reigns. Biggie had Reigns pinned, but Lashley pulled Biggie to ringside. Lashley then r- ran big into the barricade and then slammed him through the broadcast table. Lashley then enters the ring and went for a spear. But Reigns hit him with a Superman punch and covered him for a good knee fall. And then we get a fucking this is awesome chant as per usual, which it was awesome, let's be be honest here. Reigns went on to his his corner and let out the war cry, the hoorah, yeah. And then, uh, what do you call it? Then, then Reigns charged Lashley, who speared him with and had him pinned. But Biggie returned to break it up. Lashley then tries to pull Biggie in the hurt lock, but Reigns hit Lashley with a Superman punch. Reigns then charged at Biggie, who shoved him to ringside. Reigns climbs onto the apron, and then Biggie speared him through the ropes. Biggie then rolls Reigns back inside the ring and hit him with the big ending again, and went for the pin. But Lashley hit Big E with a chair to break it up. Graves pointed out that the chair is legal in a triple threat match, which is true because technically it's a no-disqualification match. Right, Kev? Yep. <laughs> and he triple
3: and then threats.
2: Hit, right. Then Lashley hit Big E with several chair shots, rain, spears, and and pins Lashley for the one, two, three. 2 Reigns defeats Bobby Lashley and Big E in about 20 minutes in a non-title triple threat match. What a fun main event that was, dude. I'm
3: not going to talk until you acknowledge me.
2: Oh, sorry. I acknowledge you, Kevin. Sexy time.
3: I am your sexy time, and I've been <laughs> acknowledged. I can speak now. Uh, yeah, it was- no, you can't until, until you acknowledge COVID Kai. You're tribal, your tribal sexy, man. <laughs> COVID Kai. No, this is what I mean about sugar. Fine. This was awesome. Yeah, this is great. Oh, uh, oh. The right, the right guy went over too. I know a lot of people were upset. Big E didn't get the pin, but at least he didn't take the uh take the pin. Right, uh, absolutely.
2: Awesome. And come on, what were people expecting? Really, you're gonna have Big E go over Roman Reigns, please?
3: Yeah, he's not gonna lose until Brock or The Rock, you know. Until when? Probably not till WrestleMania, honestly. Do you think he'll lose the title at WrestleMania? Yeah, I think he'll lose it to The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. No, no, he'll beat The Rock. Yeah, he should beat The Rock. You know, if if the rumors are true, I don't know when he's going to lose it. Maybe I when the he does have one last run, though. Sorry. Maybe when uh, Roman Reigns will want a vacation, like eventually he'll need a break, and then uh, he'll lose to somebody whoever's the top guy. Well, even when there was say, like, even when there sorry, was near sorry. pinfalls on him, um, I was I didn't want him to get pinned. He's that good. He just, he does not deserve to be pinned. Yeah, and funny you say that because even I feel that way. Like I actually don't want him to ever lose the belt. Fuck it. <laughs> no, nah. you know what I mean. I'm a Seth guy, and I don't even want Seth to beat him. Like Roman's that good right now. He's the best. Should have been the uh, PW uh, Illustrator Wrestler of the Year, but he wasn't. He's, he's that good. He's on the level of anybody else in the business, in the whole industry. And, Kev, you know how much of a Kenny Omega mark I am, right?
2: <clears throat> yep. And yep. even I fucking say that Roman Reigns should have been fucking number one. I still can't believe Kenny wasn't actually number one. Yep. So, we. Takes away <laughs> legitimacy of your your, uh, your book
3: magazine. Are you saying there's some sort of conspiracy here, Kevin? <laughs> no, I'm just saying sometimes they do stuff because, like Eric Bischoff says, controversy creates cash. Is it really that controversial, though? Yeah, it's that controversial. As soon as he hmm. saw that, he knew it was going to be like a thing on the internet. There's going to be a freaking war. You've got to an idiot to think to. Uh, Kenny had a better year than Roman Reigns. Yeah, no, no fucking way, dude.
2: No fucking way. And like I said, I'm the biggest fucking Kenny Mark. all right? And even I will fucking tell you there's no like, – Look, oh, my eyes literally play,
3: dude. When I saw that, I'm like, what? He had a great year, but it was the second best year of anybody in the business, which is right. good absolutely what the fuck you
2: know what i mean there's nothing wrong with being second but no one remembers fucking second place bro
3: yep and i was happy for lashley and uh and drew for being up there too they did good years and, really, and lashley had a good fucking like argument
2: to be number two because you could arguably even put him at number two he did he did You could but it is what it is man i mean i mean like i said i'm happy for kenny and all that but, dude, the
3: fact that these guys picked him over fucking Roma Reigns is laughable. It is, it is. I love Kenny now, too. I didn't used to love him as much. He's awesome, but uh, it is, is laughable. And I'm glad like uh, Big E looked strong in this match, too. He didn't take the pin. It sucks Lashley had to be the one to take the pin, but he'll recover. He's that good, too.
2: You know, it still sucks to me that Lashley still hasn't got the WWE
3: Championship, bro. Ah, they're the same. It doesn't matter. Universal and the champion are the same anymore. They jump from brand to brand.
2: Right, but I still prefer Lashley fucking having that belt, dude.
3: Well, but like uh, before Roman Reigns came back, the WWE, the, uh, the Universal belt was the main belt when Drew had it. Braun Strowman had like the, it the, uh, the, the wasn't the, the main belt then. He had the Strowman Universal title. Yeah, but that wasn't the number one title back then. The, Drew was the guy, not Braun Strowman. Now, when Roman Reigns came back, now the the uh, WWE title is the main one over the Universal. Is it Roman Reigns yeah. is the champion though of the uh, the Universal champion though? Oh, I mixed them up. Sorry. Yeah. Now the oh, Universal yeah, you
2: confused me. You're right, I was confused. Yeah. When Drew was the
3: champ, that, it was it was vice versa. Braun Strowman wasn't. It wasn't. There was no. I wasn't around Braun Strowman doing all the talk shows. Well,
2: uh, Roman Reigns definitely has elevated that universal title big, big time. And, yeah, you're right, bro. They're the same fucking belt. I mean, they're
3: yeah. exactly the same. One's blue and one's red. One's the same well, fucking thing. It doesn't matter.
2: But to be fair, if, you know, me as a fan, I would probably rather have the WWE Championship only because of the lineage of that particular belt.
3: Well, they combine the lim- lineage. If you look at – they don't say uh, Roman Reigns is a five-time champion. He's not a two-time and a three-time depending on the belt, you know?
2: No, no, no. It's the same lineage like yeah. as in – it's the same clout like right now, right? But I'm talking yeah. about the history of WB, of the WWE Championship has got the real lineage though compared to the Universal title though. Kind of. What do you there mean, times-
3: dude? They're, they're the same thing.
2: Yes. No, no, no. You're not understanding what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree with you. They are the same thing. But I'm talking about the histories of the belt.
3: Uh, the history of doesn't the even belt. matter anymore sure, because, yeah. like, they switch shows back and forth where it doesn't even – like, the main guy doesn't even have the main belt and shit, you know? No, I know that. But that's not even the argument. <laughs> like I said, it's just – I get what you're saying, but I'm saying, like, yeah, yeah. when Braun Strowman had, was the uh, champion – like, the lineage, who cares about the lineage? Like, Drew, Drew McIntyre, I still consider him the same lineage, even though he didn't have that belt either.
2: Right. No, no, no. And you're right. But the history is still, like, the ultimate belt. That's why they don't change the WWE Championship from black. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's the belt, like, really. Even though, I, you know, you can argue the fact that the Universal title seems way more elevated right now, but that could be just because Roman Reigns has the belt. You know what I mean? That's how good he is.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So credit to, I, I get, to, to Roman. I get what you're saying. I'm just trying to say it, it doesn't matter anymore. It's been – there's been champions – especially with Money in the Bank, there's been guys that didn't even deserve any of the belts and stuff too that have been champions. Well, it matters to me, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's real to me. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, man, I mean, you know what, dude? Like the – This Raw was easily the best Raw in the last – I didn't mind the week before either. But this Raw, seriously,
3: was probably the best Raw in over a year. Yep, definitely. And having Roman Reigns there and having him on there twice and wrestle twice definitely shows you the star power of Roman Reigns. Well, the fucking needle did move. I was like 1.8. I mean, it didn't move that much. Right, 1.8. I, hey, I wonder moved, if football wasn't that on how big it would have
2: been. Right, but it did move. Well, see, that's no excuse, though, man, because back in the day during the Attitude Era, professional wrestling was absolutely kicking the NFL's fucking booty, dude.
3: Yep. Stone Cold, Kane, Rock, Undertaker, Triple H, Mankind. The Nature Boy. The Nature Boy. Steam, yep. Lex Luger.
2: Booker T. You know what I mean? And I'm not even a Luger fan. Booker T, Double J, Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> no, actually, scratch him. Hollywood Hogan, the NWO. I'm talking both sides, WWF, WCW.
3: Yeah, well, either way, um, wrestling trending up again, finally. Even WWE, I think, is trending up a little bit.
2: Yeah, AEW is I'm not going to get my strong. hopes up. I'm not going to get my hopes up about WWE because they can still potentially absolutely destroy and win. So I need to see one more one more week of of a great raw. SmackDown's been great. Raw but I need to see one more week. Can they go three weeks of decent friggin' Raws, dude? That's what I want to know because they the history will tell you that they're gonna drop off
3: again. Is the draft next uh Friday and Monday? Um What's the day today? After? Today is the twenty second. Nah, so that means oh, the after. Yeah. Yeah, so it'll probably be this week will probably be a, like a a bullshit. Oh,
2: definitely a bullshit cuz it's an irrelevant show. Like what's yeah. like it's irrelevant. I feel like they should have done the draft next week actually cuz then Absolutely. it fits better.
3: Yep. I don't know why they don't they don't think things through sometimes. You think? <laughs> These there guys
2: think Arrogance. Remember the remember the fucking perfume arrogance from Rick the model model. Yeah, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's arrogance. (laughs) That's what Vince is fucking spraying. He's got a fucking mouthful of that shit.
3: Yeah, Vince thinks the WWE is Disney, so he he thinks he can do whatever. And then finally, if there's some competition, hopefully that's that's cheaper. One more.
2: But you see, it's, that's the problem, though, Kev. One minute he thinks it's Disney, next thing you know it, he thinks it's fucking NCIS. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then he thinks it's fucking uh, like a porn even. sometimes. Dude, sometimes they drop fucking, they say bullshit without bleeping, then they say shit without bleeping. On raw? Yeah, dude, like a few weeks ago. Don't you remember when MVP was saying bullshit? What up, Tex? They didn't bleep yeah. that? No, nah, no bleep. Not even, no bleep, dude. Unlike recently where they're bleeping the fans from fucking saying, holy shit,
3: for crying out yeah. loud. That was embarrassing. That's, that's embarrassing, dude. They've never done that before. No, nah, even you hear that on the NFL once in a while. You hear like cursing. It's It just happens, you know? Do you? Yeah, but come on, dude. Why
2: is be fucking bleeping that shit? They've never done that, dude. And it's going to
3: come out to be a shit show if they continue to do so. They think they're Disney, bro. They're, they want that. I don't think they want the 18 to 49 audience. They want the kids. They want the family. They think they're Pixar. They think they're Disney. They think they're Marvel. <laughs> but even well, Marvel, speaking of, movies, you know. Well,
2: speaking of kids, when you compare AW and WWE, WWE's got so many more children in the fucking crowd, dude. Big
3: time. I know. I don't of course. You got guys like Reggie and uh Dewdrop and Nikki Nikki Ash and you say poopy head instead of like shit more often, you know. It's <laughs> oh my god. It's definitely not catered. You Don't
2: don't. If if that starts happening, bro, I'm telling you now you're doing this show on your own.
3: <laughs>
2: I'm telling you, bro, how can you call it machismo? When it's fucking, I don't know. We have to change the name to Monday Night Fucking Play School.
3: Yeah, AEW has guys kids like too. You just don't see many kids at the shows. Like uh, Darby Allen, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus. Oh, Luchasaurus was,
2: would be way over with the kids.
3: If I was a kid, Darby Allen would be my favorite, definitely in all of wrestling right now. By far.
2: Seeing Punk, if he was a kid, Darby Allen would be his favorite too.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but if, if I was, was a kid. Really- Right. In WWE, if you were a kid, who do you think your favorite wrestler would be right now? Right now, are we talking about now? Like right now? Yeah. If you kid. were like thirteen right now, who would your favorite <laughs> WWE wrestler be?
2: Oh man. Well, if I have to go by what I was into when I was back, back, back in the day, mm-hmm. right? I'm talking about you know 1995 back in the day. Um, it'd probably be fucking. Uh, oh. I probably wouldn't be into the heels that much at 13. Yeah, same here. Oh, man. That's tough, tough, dude. That's tough. John oh, Morrison, God.
3: maybe, with the stupid-ass trips. <laughs> no, <it>. no, no, <laughs> no.
2: No, definitely not. Man, that's tough, dude. No, because keep in mind, as a kid, and you got to admit this, you kind of go for the best sort of wrestler, and in saying that, sort of the best babyface in many ways,
3: well yeah i like razor ramon when i was a kid and tataka uh, was there, so, did right.
2: I. so did i yeah. but we're teens like sort of like mid-teens by that point you know what i mean so yeah. it made sense to go for your sort of hillish type of character you know what i mean but being 13 they I'm don't have any cool faces they don't bro I don't, that's why i really i'm thinking about it and i can't fucking give you an answer bro no matt riddle matt riddle
3: yeah matt riddle uh, Riddle and Orton by far, but they'd be uh, definitely. Riddle?
2: No yeah, look, man. If you said 17-year-old me, I'll definitely be a huge Riddle fan and a Lashley fan and a Roma Reigns fan. Do you know
3: what I'm saying? Drew, Mac- Drew McIntyre when you're older. But as a kid right now, I'd say Matt Riddle by far. Damn, that's so tough, dude. In AEW, it's easy. Sammy Guevara, uh, uh Darby Allen, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus. Right. I will definitely wouldn't go for Luchasaurus
2: at 13 years old, though, I think. I think i will hate him. Really? <laughs> you know, Those weren't my thing. Yeah, really, man. Look, like, when I mm. think about it, my favorite is growing up, right, was – and I'm talking about five-year-old Jimmy T here, like, you know, five-, six-year-old Jimmy T, not not teenage Jimmy T because oh. that that changes altogether, right? Jimmy, the New Day would be our
3: favorite probably.
2: Oh yeah, for sure, bro. If if we're ten years old, definitely new day.
3: Yeah, if
2: we're ten, I'll be gyrating all over the place, saying,
3: "Dude, (laughs) D-Rocks, you know what I mean." Yeah, (laughs) throwing pancakes to the arena, throwing pancakes back to him.
2: Oh Oh, definitely, definitely new day, bro. Definitely, there's too many heels, bro. There's not enough, you know, white meat baby faces right now, dude. When you really think about it, because you asking me that question, it's so hard because comparing professional wrestling back to when we were first into it and looking at it now, you know, there were such big characters, dude. It was easy. I can understand why I was a Hulkamaniac maniac or why I was a little warrior. Do you know what I mean?
3: I guess we'd probably love Drew McIntyre with the sword and stuff and the cool entrance. He's too corny though, right now, the way he's portrayed. Way too corny. <laughs> Yeah, he did get cornier a year ago when he was champ. Definitely. Oh, you know
2: what, dude? AJ Styles would be probably my favorite if he was a baby face.
3: He's not a baby face, though. That's the problem.
2: <laughs> I said, if mm-hmm. he was a baby face. Yeah, see?
3: Yeah. Right now, yeah. it's like how we like Mr. Perfect. We respected him, but we didn't love him because we were kids. Oh, I hated know?
2: Mr. Perfect,
3: bro. Are you yeah, kidding exactly me? That's how AJ I fucking I hated him. his guts. Oh, you know what, dude? Maybe Edge. Yeah, yeah, Edge is awesome. And he looks like a fucking rock star. He's cool. He's yeah, rated R. He does do any is. scumbaggy stuff. Edge, yeah, I guess. They, they but even that. Me. Sorry? See how hard it was for us to come up with cool, good guys, though, they have? It's we had to really think about it. Yeah, that's because, yeah,
2: you really put me on the spot by asking me that because – and I'm trying to think of – 13-year-old me, though. like I'm thinking from a 13-year-old me perspective, you know? I mean, Damian Priest is, is not
3: cool. If you're Puerto Rican, you probably, he's probably your favorite, but uh, he was cooler in, in NXT. He was much cooler. He might have been my cooler. favorite when he was in NXT. His Plus, as
2: a, as a kid, his teeth would scare me, bro. I'm <laughs> not going to lie. Sorry, I know it's, it's fucked me saying that, but damn, man, he needs to fucking get his teeth done. I mean, teeth done. For crying out loud he's got a he's kind of got buckled teeth
3: bro snaggle tooth mm.
2: he's got those overgrown teeth growing over other teeth type of shit too yeah like uh like a shark <laughs> <laughs> damien shark uh <laughs> oh, covered kai damien sharks anyway <laughs> man i mean he's i mean that was a bumper raw bro and i felt like we sort of covered that pretty quick by our standards, you know what I'm saying, but um, do you think there's anything else we need to
3: touch on, man? No, it was a good roll. Like uh, I hope that, like we said, it's probably going to be a shit week next week because it's a week in between uh, right. the draft and uh, right after a pay per view. Unless there's some good uh, follow up from the pay per view, some aftermath. Never know.
2: Well, fingers crossed, bro. I mean, I hope so, man. Because if you remember back in the day, bro, you know the first roll after a pay per view, the fallout was always huge.
3: Yeah, something big happened. Always to us, so you're like, or a new feud would start. Right, but and now like this- if this feud starts, they're just gonna get drafted anyway. So what's the matter?
2: Yeah, so what's the fucking point? I guess we're gonna have both rosters together next week, possibly.
3: Probably not next week. Yeah, uh, no, probably the week of the draft it will all be combined so they can be on either show. All right, and does this involve NXT or it doesn't? Yeah, I believe I believe uh, LA Knight's going to get drafted and Austin Theory are going to get drafted. So NXT is definitely part of this draft? Not definitely. I've been hearing uh, whispers that Austin Theory is getting drafted. LA Knight's just me speculating.
2: Right. Well, until that's confirmed, if it's not confirmed, then that that could possibly mean LA Knight... Oh, oh wait a minute. Speaking of 13-year-old Kevin and Jimmy T...
3: I believe the Hulkster's fucking back, brother. My brother's on? Your brother's on, brother. Holy brother, brother. Holy Batman, yeah. brother.
2: And talk about the timing. We were just about to end the show, but I guess Hogan wants to fucking uh, get his corner in, bro. Yeah, promo it up, brother. Well, that doesn't work for me, brother. Now I got to run back to my vehicle and
0: hold uh, <laughs> up, brother, because I can't do it right here. But hold on one second, brother. Hulk, where are you, brother? Are you at Venice Beach, California? I'm, actu- I'm you? actually living Beach. Gold's Gym. I'm actually living Gold's Gym right now, brother. I was a fucking oh, iron, dad. brother. The 2045 Doms <laughs> are in a full effect, brother. And you know what? You got to do Hulk Hogan's corner, brother. What you want to ask me? You want to ask me when I fought Babyface versus Babyface, I guess the warrior. And he beat me right in the center of the ring, which didn't work for me, brother. But you know what? <laughs> You know what, Vince, Vince had a mind of his own, he thought the Warrior, (laughs) he he thought the Warrior could carry the company, and he was wrong, brother, because there's only one Hulkamania, brother, that could carry the company, and he regretted it, he regretted it, he had Warrior on fucking show A, and then he had the Hulkster on show B, and guess who made more money, Hulk Hogan, that's who, because what you're gonna do, when Hulkamania runs wild
3: into your town, on you, brother. Hey, Hogan. Hey, Hogan, did you ever give the helicopter to a lady on an airplane?
0: (laughs) Well... Nope, that wasn't me, brother. I wasn't in the plane ride from hell, brother. That was I was in up there, brother. That was fucking Nature Boy Rick Flair. He was walking up and down the aisle with his fucking road, brother. And he was showing that all, brother, to all the scorches, brother. I'd never do that, dude. I got some fucking class, brother. Listen, I love Rick Flair. He's the Nature Boy. In my opinion, he's wearing than whole Hogan. that's what I swear. But it's the fucking Mount Rushmore. You gotta put the whole comedian back at the first fucking... <laughs> Rock formation that you put up on the rock
3: mushroom. Hogan, if that was your penis, they would have called it the plain rind from heaven, not from hell. <laughs>
0: well, oh. that's right, brother. Thank you,
3: coming.
0: I don't know. I, don't, I actually don't know how to answer that, brother. Thank you, thank you. for the love, brother. You know. well, 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 brother. No, no. I'm not talking about brother love, either. brother love. I told that son of a bitch. You know what? My woman is my brother, brother, and she's a lover too. That's a sister, brother. I didn't put my hand on her ass, brother. I just hoisted her up on my two shoulders. Dude. And you know what? The fucking mega powers exploded, dude. And I'm not gonna say this:
2: I'm gonna come clean, brother. I did put my hand on her ass. Brother. <laughs> well, speaking of the mega powers exploding, Hulk right, or Terry, whoever you are right now, Yep. I hear the mega powers e- exploded all over Elizabeth, is that true, brother? Well, I'm going to take creative control
0: and run right past that, brother. <laughs> that doesn't work for me, brother. I'm not going to discuss things that happened back in the days behind closed doors, dude. Randy Macho Man Savage is not here, he's my true brother, and I'm not going to tell this story.
2: <laughs> well, the fans agree, bro hey you know what man i just want to ask you since you well, brought up the warrior the ultimate well, warrior or was it the fucking well, dingo warrior well, i just want to say man mm-hmm. yeah jimmy yes jimmy helwick that's right mm-hmm. that's i just right, want to i just want to ask i remember being a little Hulkamaniac, brother back mm-hmm. back at wrestlemania 6 watching that match and yep. being so devastated that Warrior right. went over you brother mm-hmm. But from what I remember, I believe you kind of kicked out at like at a two and a half sort of count, you know what I mean, seemed well, like I, it, you no selling point. it. I told
0: Vince, I told him, you know what, brother, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to take his finish, that fucking stupid splash, brother, which is the worst finish of all time, brother. If you played the Ultimate Warrior and all those stupid WWF games back in the days, and you did his stupid splash, brother, it was like a satisfying dude. It was the worst finisher of all times, but he hit me with the one, two, I kicked out, brother.
2: brother. Well, guess what, brother? Well, I've got got the inside word that you didn't want to take the guerrilla press from the Ultimate Warrior, hence why we got the stupid splash, brother. Well, I said, you know what, brother, I I Russell Giants,
0: I picked up under the Giant, dude, that doesn't work for me. How did you fucking find that information out, brother, for the Pro Wrestling Illustrated, that son of a bitch, the goddamn owner, brother, what's his
2: fucking name? I'll give you a clue, bro, who I heard it from. And it wasn't from the PWI magazine, the Pro Wrestling Illustrated magazine. It It was from
1: I Love You. Ah,
3: that son of a bitch something to wrestle with something to wrestle, bitch Bruce Pritchard. To wrestle, brother. you know what, Bruce
0: Pritchard? you're a real fucking weasel, okay and I used to get confused between fucking Brother Love and fucking Paul Bear. they're both fat little ugly motherfuckers yeah, yeah, and I'm gonna tell you this I'm gonna slap the shit out of you, brother when I see you, Bruce Prichard what you gonna do <laughs> when the PWC and Hokamania <laughs> run wild on you, dude that's all I got, Terry believes now, brother
2: Paul <laughs> Hogan, everybody. Thanks, that Hulk. That is the on, See you, Hogan. Absolutely, brother. See you, brother. Well, Kev, what a better way to end the show, man.
3: Yeah, I want to hear Paul Kogan sing uh, Queen. Brother, I just killed a man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey brother, if you're fucking still listening to us, go out and buy our shirts. Coming soon, maybe coming tonight. COVID Kai, bro, you won't COVID be disappointed, Kai. brother. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Kev, get your shit in, my man.
3: Acknowledge me, internet wrestling community. Acknowledge me. Acknowledge the at Panetta Sexy Time on all social media. If you do, your life will be filled with, with and money. And gold and, and whatever else you want, cars and diamonds, and more and more vaginas at Panetta Sexy Time oh on all social media. New YouTube page coming soon. I'll let you know when that's here. Dollar King is out.
2: <laughs> Dude, speaking of the dollar, who
3: got the dollar? <laughs> Eva Sexy Maria. Oh, oh. I, I do drop that dollar right in it. It is. Dude, why didn't you fucking do drop it back then? (laughs) I
2: said it. You missed it. Did you? Oh, wow. Again, the problem is you're breaking up half the time, right? But I know Uh, the recording is gonna pick up what you said, so I just played it silent so it doesn't look like, you know, that I look like an idiot, basically. So even Reed was the one that won the dollar.
3: Alright, well, fuck.
2: It's going oh, to sound like...
3: Starting, Yo. starting next week, we're going to give a dollar to uh, guys, too. It's going to be me the most. So we'll have a guy dollar winner, too, starting actually tonight on Dynamite.
2: Damn, this guy doesn't discriminate. He's a fucking nah. pimp
3: daddy for male and females. That's right. <laughs> so we're going to get a dollar, man. That's right. We will tonight, starting on Dynamite. I, I, I kind of picked one... Uh, which would have been for NXT, but I didn't make it official, so it doesn't count. It would have been Braun Breaker, but oh. I, I didn't make it official. decided till today, so let's start tonight on Dynamite.
2: Well, with a name like Braun Breaker, I don't blame you, bro, for not giving the dollar yet. Yes, if I said it.
3: Are they going to call this Steiner Recliner or the Breaker Recliner?
2: <laughs> or the Braun Breaker
3: Recliner? Or the Franken Breaker? I saw the someone on Twitter. Breaker. I saw someone on Twitter say that one. I didn't create that one. I thought
2: we had me to put oh, well, that first. I think I reviewed it. Well, that's so gay, Hulk Hogan thinks. <laughs> that's what he said, brother. The oh, Frank is brother. Yeah, brother. Gay. Okay. I am feeling gay today, Hulk- Hulkster. Terry. I'm happy. Hey. Gay means happy. Gay for hey. Avery's tits, <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I'm definitely gay for Eva Marie's fucking breast <laughs> anyway well I just want to say please like and subscribe at the thepwcnetwork.podbean.com where you'll find all our shows also please hit us up at hittingthemarks.com where you'll find all our shows right there and, and also, we also you can find the Wednesday Night Skirmish, which you'll be hearing tonight, on the PW Hustle and every other network affiliate out there. But in saying that, Kev, I'm Jimmy T, he's sexy time, and you're listening to the PWC. Monday Night Mart, cheers, my man. Peace. Stay sexy. Stay sexy, Kev.